0: Greetings, welcome to another episode of Liminal Layers, and happy full moon in Capricorn. Apparently it's a strawberry supermoon or something. (laughs) Oh, labels. And actually, that's what We're going to be talking about today is labels and how they're not necessarily conducive to our growth as humans or how they are not necessarily helpful to understanding ourselves better. Like we would like to think that um, these labels actually give us power And that they help us to better understand ourselves. But I actually think the contrary. However, of course, this doesn't necessarily apply to everything. So take this with a grain of salt. But, like for instance, like I just said, it's a Capricorn... Strawberry full moon. Um, and I very much believe in, you know, the power of the moon phases, especially being a woman with a cycle that coincides with the phases of the moon, like many of us. Um, it's funny that, like, the color and the placement, like, we've, we've, we've labeled it strawberry, Um, and it's under Capricorn but all we really need to know is that we are in an earthy period or maybe perhaps the moon is charged uh, with the earth element so providing the energies as we move through the day of things that are more structured a little bit more tangible foundational and Maybe even productive, whatever that means to you. And so, yeah, we we do we do all these things like oh, it's a strawberry super moon blood moon, blah 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 blah. blah. Ooh, I'm a Reiki healing practitioner, high priestess, medicine woman of the highest order. I'm a witch from this and this coven and I practice under blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Or I have a PhD and I'm certified technically under such and such university. And I identify as bisexual or I'm non-gender conforming and I am a they. Um, Of course, there is nothing wrong with these at all and there's nothing wrong with owning them. But to make them the core of our universe, to make them the pillar of our personalities It's a facade. Um, These labels provide no real substance at all. They might allow our ego to feel some sort of achievement. They might allow us to feel separate, to feel special, and again, to make us think that we know ourselves on a deeper level but part of me just wonders if it actually separates us from truly understanding our essence because us humans did not come down here to be bisexual <laughs> did is down here to identify with whatever label, so that it could be marketed and sold back to us, because now we fit into that community, we fit into that mold. One of the biggest things I find interesting is um, sexuality as a whole. It's very interesting that we really need to know... um, I guess, someone's sexuality, because why can't we just like humans? I mean, sexuality really more so speaks to our preference of genitalia and how we choose to experience pleasure and intimacy. Of course, people who are pansexual will against this grain and be like, no, that's why we identify as pansexual because we don't care about what's going on down there at all we purely care about the person but the fact that there's a name for that is, is what's interesting to me we just keep creating these fancy new boxes to put merchandise in to put all our eggs in that basket to heavily preach it and become absorbed by it at times because in my honest belief everybody is quote unquote pansexual or quote unquote bisexual you like humans and people make exceptions people who identify as gay can meet someone of the opposite sex and love them and it and it has nothing to do with that label but yet because of again quote unquote exception um We become confused, you know. We question our sexuality, like, oh, like, was I really gay? Am I really gay? Because how is it that I like this person when all this time I've wrapped up in, you know, being gay and dating in that realm and having that experience? And again, it all just comes back to, like, this is funny that we, like, question ourselves. Like, oh my gosh, am I being true? Like, is this really me? Because then how could I possibly be interested in something else? And And the fact of the matter is, is that it's human. And if you're not into bestiality being all unnatural and shit... And you like humans, it's about the soul that you're connecting with, not about what you can have sex with. It's about the soul essence that you are attracted to. And this is something we should be paying attention to, is how a lot of these labels are really just marketing, most of the time, not all, again... This doesn't apply to everything. Take this with a grain of salt. Okay? Because I know a lot of people are going to be bent on misunderstanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying is look at things from a bird's eye view. Simplify it. Stop trying to separate yourself and become further unnatural. Okay, Because again, a lot of these labels come from people that know about marketing, that know about trends, that want to sell you something, that want to sell your own experience back to you, or make you think that you need to buy into an experience to really be worthy of something. You know, everybody's a Reiki practitioner now. Everyone's a yoga teacher now. they even teaching it online. Which is weird to me, but I won't get into that too much because people still have livelihoods, you know. But everyone possesses the power to heal. Everyone can tap into source energy to heal. Reiki is a natural resonance that we can all, again, have access to and tap into. And again, Reiki isn't even the word. Like That's just kind of I don't want to say the marketed term, but it is somewhat colonistic because um, Usui, I believe, is the supposed founder of at least westernized Reiki practices. And I've learned all of this information from my mother, who has been and I guess you could say is a practitioner of energy work and of works of all kinds and she's a very powerful woman. And so yes, the information I'm sharing with you right now um are is information that she has shared with me and that we have discussed. But um you know, Usui he gave it the term Reiki, he brought it to the States, it got supermarketed, you know, crazy like people were paying crazy amounts of money to be quote unquote attuned you know you could even consider it to be kind of culty but reiki um was a practice that these mountain and hill tribe women um in asia and i'm not i'm positive it was more than just them but uh, apparently this community of women was Known for this energy work. And Usui was one of many who went there to, you know, explore, learn, study, um, get work done from them. And then brought it back, (laughs) gave a name for it, gave, gave it a label, brought it to the States and like capitalized off of it. However, I know that probably was not necessarily his intention. His intention was to spread healing. Potentially to make healing more accessible. More people um, understanding uh, the power of universal energy. And how we can work with it. And use it to our advantage. And our growth and our healing. But you see... How these labels, do you get, do You kind of get what I'm saying? Hopefully I haven't lost you. Hopefully I'm making sense here. Let me get another example. Okay, here, here's another example. Me. I am, I guess, what you could consider a biracial individual, mixed, whatever you want to call it. However, everyone has a mixed bloodline. It's not possible to be purebred. At least not all the way down the line. Not all the way down to the first humans. It's not possible. We're all mixed up. So it's kind of funny to even claim that I'm biracial or mixed, especially since... It's up to everyone's perception. Because no one ever thinks that I am what I am. If that makes sense. Because I get the question a lot, what are you? I'm human. That's the most non-specific label that I can give myself. But it's also the truest thing that I can identify with. You know, it's the most baseline simple thing, because I am human just like you. You're asking me what I am, yet we both live on earth. I might be ethereal, I might feel otherworldly, but right now I am possessing a human vessel. Until I go to sleep, I am possessing a physical human vessel, just like you. But, you know, you want to put a label on me. I've got to be something. I've got to be from somewhere. I've got to identify with some sort of nationality, some sort of culture. Right? I mean, even down to when people, you know, ask me more specifically, like, maybe not what am I, but like, what's my ethnicity? What's... Where am I from? You know, things like that. (sighs) Even then, and I I tell them, like, my literal genetic breakdown. And these are actual cultures. Like, not like, oh, I'm black and white. I mean, there was a time where I was saying that to make it simple. But even that wasn't true. Even that... Didn't really begin to touch the surface of what it is that I was or what my genetic makeup was. Not even close. But as I was saying, even when giving my more specific breakdown, people were like, well, which one? Like, which one do you identify with more? Which one do you choose? And I can't. Because that's just not how it works. You don't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and ask the sandwich, which one are you, the peanut butter or the jelly? It is, it is now fully formed peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You can't separate it. Even if you split the two pieces of bread together, now that they have been smushed together, that jelly bread will now have some peanut butter in it and that peanut butter bread will now have some jelly in it. Okay. And I am just seeing more and more how people are tapping into these trends and needing to be more and more specific and more and more separated, thinking that they are becoming liberated. I dare you to ask the question, who am I outside of my labels? Who am I outside of gender? Outside of race, color, creed, nationality? Outside of the clothes that I wear? Outside of where I work? Outside of my occupation? Outside of my hobbies? Outside of anything that you're passionate about? No, like, why would I need to be separate from anything I'm passionate about? I'm just talking about we need to get to the root of who it is that we are, the essence, and not link it to all of these external forces that we're tied in. Not saying that these things aren't relevant in our life. Not saying that these things are not important in our journey I'm just asking us to take a meditation of stripping away the layers. You know, outside of the car you drive, outside of the schools you went to, outside of the degrees you have, outside of your friend group, outside of your family, literally everything you've come to know that you think makes up who you are, and we are an accumulation of our choices, we are an accumulation of our experiences, but that's just for right now, you know, there are many lives that we live both in the dream world and past, present, future lives even though they're they're not linear, they're all kind of meshing together, happening simultaneously. So our soul has collected all of these coins, <laughs> all of these Pokemons, okay? All of these experiences. But even out of all of that, it's like, what are we walking away with and learning? Because once we die, we are actually getting stripped of all of those things and being asked to kind of, take a water break, (laughs) if that makes sense, like, just just taking a break, pour a cup of water, really, really reflect on these things, and so I think it's important that we ask ourselves these questions now to kind of give us a boost, Um, not only karmically speaking, but Making sure we're not tied up in things that actually aren't serving us. Making sure that we're not identifying things that have nothing to do with us. Not things that we think we should be doing. Not things that we think our family wants us to do. Not under any of these pressures. So we we have to like step away from all of these layers of labels that we've given ourselves. and just really think about it. Like, hmm, am I a creative soul? Am I kind to my, like in my heart? My rebellious? Does my spirit like to shake shit up naturally? Does my spirit thrive in silence and solitude Almost like asking like who's your higher self like who's pulling the strings and what are pulling the strings and what's actually pulling them and that all these weird ass Review mirror distractions. That we can get lost in the sauce and and can really be like I belong here, like this is where I belong. Life is full of too many things to look at to like need to be something. To to need to be seen, because I another example, I don't identify as trans. I, I, did, I give myself a label of woman because I was born that. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying that. But this is where I'm going with it. People will think that I'm trans because I'm a woman that doesn't shave my hair. Okay, I've got I've got a pretty dark mustache going on growing out. I used to shave it a lot when I was a kid because kids used to pick on me. It'd be so funny. All the boys would like me, call me pretty. But as soon as I didn't do what they wanted me to do or I did something that upset them, immediately point out my mustache. How I look like a man. And, I, I you know, ever since I stopped shaving it when I got older, I stopped shaving it um, a little bit after I graduated high school, um, I think that winter, that November after graduating, I just grew it back out because I just wanted to see, it was no shave November, so I was like, hey, me too, <laughs> me too, men. I also have hair, <laughs> um, I grew it back out, and, you know, at work, occasionally, like, I would say a good two times and uh, like one through the internet um, someone was like trying to be very considerate uh, you know like of how I identify or like they never were like are you trans? but they were just basically using the lingo suggesting that um, maybe I did like you know just very subliminal things without fully saying it I mean, I have had someone, like, full-on ask me if I was trans. Um, <laughs> but the other two times were more sublime. And, you know, as a woman, as as someone that, you know, was born a woman and continues to identify with that label, <laughs> um, it, you know, it's just interesting. So, again, it just brings me back further to, like, even when I'm thinking about like who my spirit is, I think about that outside of being a woman. I know I'm a portal. I'm a vessel, right? Um, but like, who am who am I outside of being a woman? Because apparently, some people don't even perceive me that way. Apparently, I confuse some people <laughs> somehow. Because looks don't mean anything. Just because someone dresses feminine, again, a label, I'm not sure what makes a clothing feminine. These are just the preconceived notions that we've given ourselves. But you can so-called dress feminine, do the makeup thing if you want to, do the hair, whatever you feel like a woman is supposed to do and look like, And not be tapped into yin energy at all. You can look all the parts and still be tapped into something completely different than what it is that you're trying to convey. What it is you're trying to label yourself as. I'm just... You know, giving a little pause, because you just sit with that. So you can have all the looks, all the right words. Doesn't mean that's you. Not at the end of the day, not when you die. You can't take it with you. And we keep identifying with these personas. Which is part of the human experience. I realize that, like, you need an ego to go through your day-to-day life i'm not asking you to (laughs) i'm not asking you to be an ascetic monk and live the rest of your days without any personal belongings or creature comforts or expressive tendencies because this is what makes the world go round right this is what makes it a human experience is all of these labels you know again to an extent um But I'm just thinking about our ancestors and how they must have not really been concerned with any of the conditioning or any of the, what's it called? Domestication. Yeah, any of the domestication we've given ourselves. It was just very clear what the roles were. And again, every once in a while, there would be an exception not going to try to act like I know every clan, every village, every culture, but I just have an inkling that our ancestors weren't so tied up in this. But again, it was very survival mode at that time because these things didn't matter. Now we're so far out of survival mode that we can even focus on a sexuality, that we can even care about fashion trends about if we're non-gender conforming or not about ooh I only buy from this brand I'm bougie and I blah 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 blah, blah. I have to use this specific type of makeup because it doesn't make my skin break out like how about not wearing makeup at all shit I don't know (laughs) And I know this sounds very cut and dry. Almost like, Sava, what 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 is the point? Why are you being so pessimistic? I don't feel like I'm being pessimistic. I feel like I'm just being very again, looking at things from a bird's eye view. And I also know that many of us will be like, Well, yeah, then is like then is not now. Our ancestors lived that life. So that we can live this life. And just because that's what they did then doesn't mean things don't change. And we do this now. I'm just saying, look at the duality here. Look at how funny we've evolved. This is a very funny evolution in my eyes. Because other, other animals, because we, again, are animals too. But other animals, again, still in survival mode. Can't give the time of day to any of these options, any of these labels. They probably don't even know what type of bird they are. They probably just know they're a bird and they might look different from the rest of them. And then some of them do look like them. And they're like, oh, that must be my tribe. We're both like red-breasted blackbirds. We both have that little red part and we're blackbirds. So like, I guess we, I guess we come from the same boop. you know have enough energetic resonance to sense sense the female bird or whatever of their tribe but you know birds are very intelligent like very intelligent so regardless of if <laughs> if they know what type of bird they are or not i'm just given given more anecdotes examples and I know that this might be a very unpopular opinion this whole little this whole little podcast I just put out might be very unpopular. Um, but it's just been on my mind It's just been on my mind how we've all been duped to care about these labels again. To give us some sort of satisfaction, to give us some sort of meaning, something to hold on to. But what happens when that's taken away from you? What happens when circumstances change? We change. And it's not a crutch for us to lean upon anymore. We can no longer tiptoe around the truth and around what's real. How long are you going to play on the playground of how you want people to perceive you? I mean, we all do this. We all do this. And it's kind of not avoidable because, again, ego is at play. You can't do anything with it. I mean, you can have an ego death, right? Like, whatever. But ego never, again, completely dies off. At least when you're tied to a vessel, like when you literally have to operate in a vessel, you have to have some sort of conscience to function, to just literally move your legs or think any thought at all. Because then that belongs to you. Right? Yet, we are not our thoughts. We are not our thoughts. And we are not these labels either. So we have a choice. We have a choice here. To hinder ourselves with these labels instead of just being free And just being like, I am a human being on earth, having a human experience, yet I'm a spirit, and I am so far beyond gay, beyond straight, beyond black, beyond white, beyond Asian, beyond native, beyond Pacific Islander beyond my PhD, beyond my herbalism course, beyond my Reiki energy healing, beyond my fashion sense and the brands that I buy and the cars that I drive the shows that I watch, and the people that I hang out with. We're much far beyond these things. And we just need to take a little bit of time to sit with what is really true and what is really worth our time. And what is really going to connect us with our true, authentic, and raw self not continuing to build up these facades and personas so that we can buy into them and so that we can keep promoting these fake cultures. They might feel good in the moment. Again to be part of something or like there's there's these rushes that happens. It's like there's this rush of acceptance of being seen, of being perceived, of being you know, part of a group. And then there is this whole thing about being special, being separate as well. And we just need to know that we we need to review the external validation. We need to think about like, hmm, all these labels that I've given myself are actually for other people. Nine times out of 10, they're actually for other people. To better understand us. And these things don't even graze the surface. They don't even begin to graze the surface. Because it's not you. It's not your personality. It's not even a trait. It just is. And I say. I say why not just get simpler with it. Still be a human. Still have fun. Still get saucy. Fashionable you know, but like this podcast, be liminal, have layers. And when I say liminal, be the space in between. You can have foundation and still be fluid and still explore expression. I'm just saying like, just make sure it's authentic to you. Make sure it wasn't sold to you, or programmed into you, brainwashed into you. All right, I think I've said all that I need to say. (sighs) And I hope that for y'all that were actually able to sit through this, I appreciate you. I'm sorry if I ruffled any feathers. That's never my intention. My intention is always just to connect with what is real and what is actually conducive to our growth and helping us to better understand ourselves without someone having to see us or to deliver to us. Because it is all within ourselves and we have access to many things. That is why we even have all these options to label ourselves with anyways, because it's, it's, we've got all these options within, right? So let's just ask these deeper questions, all right? Let's get real deep with it. Who are we? What's our soul, not our vessel? All right. Peace.